Welcome to Story Time. I am Reading Buddy. We bring you a story every week. 在继续阅读《The Wonderful Wizard of Oz》In the previous episode, our little party of travelers escaped from the Caladas, but had a broad river to cross. We will find out if the Tin Woodman will finish making a raft for the travelers to go across the river in Part One of Chapter Eight, "The Deadly Poppy Field." Oh. Don't forget to stay until the very end and learn a Chinese phrase with Reading Buddy. Ready? Let's get started. Our little party of travelers awakened the next morning refreshed and full of hope, and Dorothy breakfasted like a princess of peaches and plums from the trees beside the river. Behind them was the dark forest they had passed safely through. Although they had suffered many discouragements, but before them was a lovely sunny country that seemed to beckon them onto the Emerald City. To be sure, the broad river now cut them off from this beautiful land, but the raft was nearly done. And after the Tin Woodman had cut a few more logs and fastened them together with wooden pins, they were ready to start. Dorothy sat down in the middle of the raft and held Toto in her arms. When the cowardly lion stepped upon the raft, it tipped badly, for he was big and heavy. But the scarecrow and the Tin Woodman stood upon the other end to steady it, and they had long poles in their hands to push the raft through the water. They got along quite well at first, but when they reached the middle of the river, the swift current swept the raft downstream, farther and farther away from the road of yellow brick. And the water grew so deep that the long poles would not touch the bottom. This is bad," said the Tin Woodman. "For if we cannot get to the land, we shall be carried into the country of the wicked witch of the West, and she will enchant us and make us her slaves." And then I should get no brains," said the Scarecrow. And I should get no courage," said the cowardly lion. "And I should get no heart," said the Tin Woodman. "And I should never get back to Kansas," said Dorothy. "We must certainly get to the Emerald City if we can," the Scarecrow continued. And he pushed so hard on his long pole. That it stuck fast in the mud at the bottom of the river. Then, before he could pull it out again or let go, the raft was swept away, and the poor scarecrow was left clinging to the pole in the middle of the river. Goodbye, he called after them, and they were very sorry to leave him. Indeed, 
the Tin Woodman began to cry, <laughs> but fortunately remembered that he might rust, and so dried his tears on Dorothy's apron. Of course, this was a bad thing for the Scarecrow. I am now worse off than when I first met Dorothy. He thought. Then I was stuck on a pole in a cornfield, where I could make believe scare the crows at any rate. But surely, there is no use for a scarecrow stuck on a pole in the middle of a river. I am afraid I shall never have any brains after all. Down the stream, the raft floated, and the poor scarecrow was left far behind. Then the lion said, "Something must be done to save us. I think I can swim to the shore and pull the raft after me, if you will only hold fast to the tip of my tail." So he sprang into the water, and the tin woodman caught fast hold of his tail. Then the lion began to swim with all his might toward the shore. It was hard work, although. He was so big, but by and by they were drawn out of the current, and then Dorothy took the Tin Woodman's long pole and helped push the raft to the land. They were all tired out when they reached the shore at last, and stepped off upon the pretty green grass. And they also knew that the stream had carried them a long way past the road of yellow brick. That led to the Emerald City. What shall we do now? Asked the Tin Woodman, as the lion lay down on the grass to let the sun dry him. We must get back to the road, in some way, said Dorothy. The best plan will be to walk along the river until we come to the road again, remarked the lion. So when they were rested, Dorothy picked up her basket. And they started along the grassy bank to the road from which the river had carried them. It was a lovely country, with plenty of flowers and fruit trees and sunshine to cheer them on. And had they not felt so sorry for the poor scarecrow, they could have been very happy. They walked along as fast as they could, Dorothy only stopping once. To pick a beautiful flower, and after a time, the tin woodman cried out, "Look!" Then they all looked at the river and saw the scarecrow perched upon his pole in the middle of the water, looking very lonely and sad. "What can we do to save him?" asked Dorothy. The lion and the woodman both shook their heads. For they did not know, so they sat down upon the bank and gazed wistfully at the scarecrow, until a stork flew by, who, upon seeing them, stopped to rest at the water's edge. "Who are you, and where are you going?" asked the stork. "I am Dorothy," answered the girl, "and these are my friends." The Tin Woodman and the Cowardly Lion, and we are going to the Emerald City. This isn't the road," said the stork, 
as she twisted her long neck and looked sharply at the queer party. I know it," returned Dorothy. "But we have lost the scarecrow, and are wondering how we shall get him again. Where is he?" asked the stork. "Over there in the river," answered the little girl. "If he wasn't so big and heavy, I would get him for you," remarked the stork. He isn't heavy a bit," said Dorothy eagerly. "For he is stuffed with straw, and if you will bring him back to us, we shall thank you ever and ever so much." "Well, I'll try," said the stork. "But if I find he is too heavy to carry, I shall have to drop him in the river again." Hopefully, the stork will be able to help out. In today's Chinese time, Reading Buddy is going to teach you how to say "Let me help you" in Chinese. 我来帮你，我来帮你。帮 is help. Next time, when you see your parents cleaning the kitchen floor, perhaps you can bang or help them. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.